Maryland basketball game day. Let's get into it. You are locked on turf, your daily podcast on the Maryland turf. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for InsideMarylandSports.com and 247 Sports and host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your days. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, new potential hires can feel like high stakes wagers for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions up. The Terps can continue their momentum that they have built against this Alcorn State team tonight at 7 p.m. This season has gone weird and it has been up and down. As a lot of you guys know, we're five and four at this point. We would have liked a better record at this point, especially with only playing two Big Ten games so far. But we're five and four. Like I said, it's been up and down. We're one and one in the Big Ten, which isn't terrible, which I don't mind being. Being 500 in the Big Ten is not a bad place to be. 500 in the Big Ten gets you in the tournament a lot of the time, but you got to win some of these games like we have to win tonight against Alcorn State. And we have some really bad losses against UAB, against Davidson, against Villanova, and against Indiana earlier on in the season. I mean, the Indiana loss is still kind of recent, but most of those games were early on the season, and I think we have started to kind of figure things out. I thought the Indiana game was definitely a step back. I expected a better performance, but we were able to get a win against Penn State. I will be honest. I was not sure how that Penn State game would go. I knew Penn State wasn't like one of the top teams in the Big Ten, but that was a very solid Penn State team. They had some really good players. They had a couple of guys that could really score the ball. Their point guard, a forward, Ace Valentine. They had some really solid players on that Penn State team, and I think that Penn State team actually just got a win. But that Penn State team wasn't bad at all. I wasn't sure how we would respond to playing in a Big Ten game. Of course, I know we barely lose at home. We haven't lost at home in a while, and the Penn State game was at home. But still, I didn't have a lot of confidence. We have a lot of youth on our team. We have a lot of stuff that hasn't really quite meshed right together so far this season. So I wasn't sure about that Penn State game. But we came out, and we didn't come out particularly fast. We went down 20 to nine, but we stuck with it. We stayed in the game and we were able to crank out a win against Penn State, even battle through some adversity where they were able to force overtime because of a horrible foul by Jahari Long. We had a lot of trust in Jahari Long in that situation to put him in. But all in all, my point is I wasn't sure how we would play against a Penn State team, against a Big Ten opponent, after what I watched against Indiana in a game where we got pretty much crushed by um, our only Big Ten opponent that we had played in Indiana. And we also had gotten crushed against Villanova, which is another team that's similar to the type of teams that we're going to play in the Big Ten. And we hadn't had a real solid victory yet to that point. And so the Penn State game, winning that game, 
has built momentum. And this game against Alcorn State, we have a chance to continue to climb the hill, continue to build momentum. And that's why I think this game is an underrated game on this season. When you can start to stack wins, this next, this next stretch of games, we have a chance to stack wins, make our record look a lot better, make our resume look a lot better for the tournament. I mean, we're... We're going to have to get some wins in Big Ten play, but winning these type of games, starting to build momentum, is how once you get to the Big Ten, you feel more confident, you feel better about yourself, we have a lot of momentum, than where versus if you drop a game like this to an Alcorn State team, you're not going to feel as motivated, you're kind of down, you're like, dang, like, do we even can we even win in the Big Ten? We can't even beat Alcorn State. And it's really hard to find confidence because of how you feel after losing to an Alcorn State team that you know right now you should absolutely beat. But this game, like I said, is a chance to come in after that Penn State game and say, okay. We made a statement against Penn State. We're not going to be a bottom team in the Big Ten, hopefully. We still got a lot to prove. I know a lot of people have wrote us off and think we're not going to be as good as our preseason top three or four ranking in the Big Ten was. But no, we can still do some things in the Big Ten. We can still push for a tournament bid and we're going to show you, we showed you against Penn State and now we're going to crush Alcorn State and build that momentum continuing going into the season, into these games that we have to win going into the Big Ten play. But I also think it's really important for building freshman confidence. Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser both had excellent games against Penn State. Two of our better players against Penn State. Kaiser had 10 points, which was third on the team in scoring, and Deshaun had um, seven points, which was fourth on our team in scoring, and he they, he was huge down the stretch. Kaiser got big-time minutes, and I expect him to get more big-time minutes today against Alcorn State. He could even slide into the starting lineup, possibly. I think they like bringing Kaiser off the bench. But this game against Alcorn State is another game for freshmen to build confidence. You can find your confidence in one game, but the way you find the confidence at the highest level and momentum for these freshmen at the highest level where they really feel like they are going to get going is when you do it in a couple games in a row. If you could do it two, three games in a row, the momentum you have built is a lot more than the momentum you built from just having stacking up one good game. So this is a chance for the freshmen to build momentum, which is super important because they just had a great game against Penn State. They have a chance to come back against this Alcorn State team and have another good game. And suddenly you're looking at two good games from the freshmen, and all of a sudden Jamie Kaiser is hot from the three-point arc, and he feels like he can't miss and that could be huge going into Big Ten play, the way he can stretch the floor. Or maybe Deshaun Harris-Smith is getting to the rim. Or maybe Deshaun Harris-Smith gets his shot going and builds some momentum with his shot in this game. That's why this game is huge for momentum. It's huge for building confidence because especially for those freshmen who just put a, a really solid game against Penn State and they were big factors in winning that game. Now they might be able to put two games in a row in building momentum and you could look at them as completely different players when you look at them after this game. If Deshaun Harris-Smith hits one three or if Jamie Kaiser hits a couple of threes 
watch out because then you don't want to let those guys get going if you're the other Big Ten teams. Because we already know Jameer Young and Julian Reese are playing at an all-time high level, at a super high level. Each are dropping like 20 a night. Julian Reese is getting a double-double every single night. Those guys playing at a high level. The rest of the Big Ten knows those two guys are going to be hard to stop. They don't want Julian Reese and Jimmy, or not Julian Reese, um, the two freshmen, Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser, to build momentum, to build confidence. And they can do that against this Alcorn State team because they know that this Maryland team will be so much more dangerous if they are able to build some of that momentum going into this game. And it's also just a chance to put up another win up because, and we need wins right now. Like I said, we need wins for momentum. We need wins overall. And then two other players that I think need to get going in this chance will have that another uh, chance for them to build momentum, to build confidence, similar to what I talked about with the freshmen, but in a different degree, because like I said, with the freshmen, they have put two really good performances together back-to-back, or if if they have a good performance tonight, it'll be two really good performances back-to-back. But two players that haven't played well against Indiana, didn't play well against Penn State, is our supporting cast, big-time supporting cast members, and Dante Scott and Jordan Geronimo. Both of these guys haven't played awesome. Um, Julian Reese yelled at Dante Scott during the um, Indiana game. So, and each of them haven't produced much. Um, they haven't scored above four points, either of them, and Indiana or against um, Penn State. So they haven't done much at all in Big Ten play at all. Um, against Penn State, they each had four points. And against Indiana, Jordan Geronimo was scoreless against his former team, and Dante Scott had two. So we need these two guys to get going to build momentum. And I'm telling you, a team like Alcorn State – if you can just find your shot, find a couple plays, get to the rim like Jordan Geronimo can, if you can just find that momentum that is there to be built, then you could really start to get your game going, going into Big Ten play. Do I expect us to be firing on all cylinders heading into Big Ten play? Like the freshmen are playing well. Jordan Geronimo, Dante Scott are playing well. Our two best players, Reese and Young, are playing well. No, that's not going to happen, but this game still has a huge – opportunity to build momentum for the team but also build momentum for individuals and a chance where this is a get right game for a lot of people or a continue to get better game and continue on that upper trend like I said for the freshman for this game against Alcorn State so that's why I think it's extremely important to build momentum for the team in terms of record but also build momentum for specific players on the team what does Maryland need to do to avoid the upset, how do they get this win against Alcorn State? I will tell you about that after this ad from LinkedIn. These days, new potential hires can feel like a high-stakes wagers for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs help find the right people for your team faster and for free. A lot of people need jobs right now. If you want to find someone amazing for your company, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
How does Maryland avoid the upset against this Alcorn State team? How do the Terps end this night victorious tonight at 7 o'clock? Because that would be pretty terrible. It would be a terrible loss. There's no other way to put it if we lost to this Alcorn State team. But let me tell you, this team hasn't started hot in Alcorn State. They're 1-8. and eight. They haven't beat a Division One opponent. But this team isn't quite as bad as you think. By no means, they're a really good team. I'm not going to sit here and act like that if Maryland underestimates them, that we're going to lose the game. If Maryland doesn't play well, they probably still will win. Maryland will have to play pretty bad to lose to this Alcorn State team. But they are still better than you may think they are. They have played four games against teams ranked in the top 50 in the country. That's part of why the record is so bad right now at 1-8. and eight. But that also means they're used to playing the Big Ten, those type of Power 5 type of opponents. We're not going to surprise them. They have played a really solid schedule so far. They've played a lot of different teams that are really good teams. They've played teams like um, they have played a team like Clemson. They have played a team like Michigan State. They have played teams like Davidson, which we only beat by three or we lost to by three points. So they have played some teams that have really solid programs overall. Clemson's one of the better teams in the country right now. Michigan State, we know they're always good, even though they're struggling a little bit this year. So they have played very solid teams. So the Maryland talent isn't quite going to smack them in the face like maybe another team if this was their first game of the season. They're used to that type of competition. They're used to the kind of size that we bring, the kind of athleticism that we bring. It doesn't mean they can match up quite with it, but they're kind of used to it overall but they were picked to finish top three in their conference and last year they did finish with winning the regular season title with a shared title so they won it with one other team and they do have two consecutive nit bursts so this team isn't as bad as the record displays like i said their preseason top three and their conference they have two straight nit Burst. So don't take this team as lightly as you think. We shouldn't take any team lightly. We're in no way, no atmosphere, no, we don't have anything to show to say that we should take a team lightly overall. We're not that type of program this year. We can't just sleepwalk our way through a game and expect to win. But how do the Terps win this game exactly? Like I said, they're underrated as a team. But how can the Maryland win? What can Maryland take advantage of? What are the things that Alcorn State doesn't do well that Maryland can take advantage of? Number one thing is defense. So this is kind of interesting. Alcorn State, statistically, and what they've shown on the court has been terrible on defense. They're one of the worst teams in the country defensively, and teams are able to score on this Alcorn State team rather easily they're able to get buckets they're able to kind of do whatever they want to do especially the big time opponents like a michigan state like a clemson those teams are able to do what they wanted to do against this alcorn state team defensively so what does maryland have to do attack attack this team because clearly they're not very good on the defensive side of the ball. You don't have to settle against this team. It's not like they're going to force us late in the shot clock and we're going to have to settle for a three or 
earlier on in the shot clock, we can get a really good shot. Like some of my coaches have said, get there's there's good, better, and best. And the Terps have an opportunity to just get the best shot. They can get to the rim. You don't you can pass up on some of the threes. And that's part of why I think Maryland is going to be able to win this game easily. But get the best shot possible because the Alcorn State team, as you continue to go down the shot clock, they're going to allow you to get to the rim. They're going to allow you to create open shots. You don't have to just chuck up a bunch of threes. You're going to get open looks from the three-point line. But this team is not going to be ferocious on the defensive side of the ball, which is interesting because we know Maryland has had trouble scoring the ball at times this year, but Maryland shouldn't have trouble scoring against his Alcorn State team or else we're probably in trouble because, like I said, they rank at the bottom of the country statistically and defensive stats, like one of the worst in all of college basketball um, in terms of defensive side of the ball. So Maryland should be able to do what they want. They should be able to attack. And like I said, get the best shots possible. You don't have to settle against this Alcorn State team. And since their defense is pretty bad, I expect big days from Jameer Young and Julian Reese. They were able to score a lot of points, both above 20 points against Penn State. And Penn State's defense is much better than Alcorn State. But Specifically, I'm looking at a big game from Julian Reese. I was doing research against some of the other teams that have played Alcorn States and what players have gone off, and I came across the Clemson game. And Clemson's P.J. Hall, who's a 6'10", forward big for Clemson, had 29 against Alcorn State. So Julian Reese, we have to feed him. I think Julian Reese will have an easy day inside against these guys. I think they're not going to be ready quite for his athleticism and height. I mean, that kind of contradicts what I said earlier, that Alcorn State has seen the type of talent that Maryland has. They've seen that kind of Big Ten, Power Five, ECC. They've seen that type of talent in Michigan State and Clemson. But I would still think that Julian Reese should be able to have a big day and take advantage of them inside like P.J. Hall did with 29 against Alcorn State for Clemson. And then another key in this Game, which I think is something that's going to go undershadowed, something that not a lot of people are going to look at, is the freshmen can't make freshman mistakes. The reason I say this is because one of the reasons or one of the strengths of the Alcorn State team is that they have some experience in their lineup. They've got some guys that have played ball. Most of the guys in that play for them are upperclassmen. They don't have very many youngsters or any freshmen really that are getting big minutes for them. Most of their rotation, their top six or seven guys are all upperclassmen. So I say that the freshmen can't play young, can't play make youth mistakes because that'll play into Alcorn State because they want to let their experience guide the way. So don't let that freshman youth show up for Maryland. So that's another key. So I'm looking at attack them offensively, get the best shots, and also the freshmen don't make young mistakes, which I don't expect them to make a ton of against this Alcorn State team. Number one player we have to slow down is Jeremiah Kendall. This guy is a player. This guy can ball. Senior forward, 6'7". He's their only preseason all-conference player. But like I said, this guy can ball. He's putting up some really good numbers so far. He's averaging 16 points and 7.4 rebounds per game. This is their guy. This is their main guy. Force other guys to make plays because I don't think they have very many other guys that can make plays. But who's ever matching up against this guy, Jordan Geronimo, whoever it is, 
force other players to make plays. I don't mind helping on this guy. See what happens. I mean, I don't think he can single-handedly beat us. I don't think he's that type of player where he can single-handedly keep them in the game. But I also don't want to test that theory. But overall, slow down Jeremiah Kendall. You guys are going to see this guy's a really solid player. Let's get into some predictions for the game. Who wins? Who covers the spread? I'll tell you all that after this ad from FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get into some predictions for the games. Who wins this game? Who covers the spread? I'm going to go ahead and start with the statement. I think Maryland wins big. I think the Terps cover the spread. The spread is currently at 20 and a half points, which is a huge spread. You don't really want to mess with the spread like that with so many points. But I do think the Terps will cover the spread overall of the 20 and a half points. I don't think Alcorn State can stop us. Like I talked about a second ago, their defense isn't good. And I think Julian Reese, Jameer Young, those two guys are some of the best scorers in the Big Ten. Those guys can get baskets against anybody, whether it's Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. I don't care who it is. Julian Reese and Jameer Young can get buckets against anybody. And the fact that this Alcorn State team is really bad defensively, and I'm sure they're trying to fix some of it, but at the end of the day, a defense, a lot of it's just effort. And if they're not putting in that full effort on the defense side of the ball or if they're just not athletic enough, not talented enough to block shots, to use length, um, to use – to get – seals to create turnovers to get all those different things if they're not talented enough to do those things and force maryland to turnover to make it a little bit hard on the terps who struggle offensively to score the ball i can't really see us this game being close at all i think maryland wins big against this alcorn state team because i think they'll be able to get to the basket whenever they want i think they'll be able to get shots whenever they want, but I also think Maryland's defense is going to be able to stop Alcorn State. I don't see enough scoring options. Like I said, they do have that one player, Jeremiah Kendall. They also have a good guard in Byron Joshua, but he's a small guard. He's only 5'10". He's averaging 13 points per game, but I think the length of Maryland inside, shot blocking Jordan Geronimo in there, Julian Reese, I think it's going to be hard for them to score with. Not They're not as big as us, and I also – like I said, I think Julian Reese and Jameer Young are going to be able to score at will against them overall. And I think we're going to force turnovers against them, especially with our 2-2 press. I think we'll be able to force a couple turnovers. I think we're going to be able to speed them up a little bit, get this Alcorn State team uncomfortable. And at the end of this, at the end of the day, this team is 1-8 and eight for a reason. It would be pretty heartbreaking if we lost 
to a team like this. But at the end of the day, like I said, this team is one and eight. This team isn't very good. They haven't won a Division One game yet. There's a reason they're one and eight, and that's a big part of why I'm looking at the statistics. I'm looking at the past. I'm looking at everything overall, and I I, I can't see the Terps losing this type of game overall. But my final score prediction, I went kind of back and forth. I checked out their other scores, see how much of Michigan State, see how much of Clemson, see how much of those type of teams are scoring against them. And my final score prediction, I came up with 83-61. to 61. Terps barely cover the spread, but they do cover the 20 and a half. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball, so like and subscribe. If you're here and if you want to hear about all the different Maryland football and basketball news. But thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.